Good morning. Welcome to Fearless Talk. This is Hannah Christine. Again, it is always a great joy of mine to bring encouragement to your life and a unique perspective of Jesus Christ to your day. Before we get started, as I mentioned earlier in the week, I have a guest speaker with me today, and this woman is somebody that has always been a part of my life, has been such an encourager, a best friend, and someone that I've always been able to lean on when it comes to prayer advice and just being able to be somebody I can be real with and that person is none other than my wonderful sweet sister Hopi. Uh, I call her Hopi. Her actual name is Hope. (laughs) But I just wanted to welcome her today Um, and we're just going to kick off this podcast you guys. Her and I have been having a really in-depth conversation lately just about relationships and not in the top not in the topic of you know personal relationships with other people, a relationship between what is the difference between a Christian and a modern day Christian. And I think we're just going to kind of dive right in mm-hmm. and just start talking about it. Um, yeah. If you want to say anything, Hope, like welcome yourself or introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me. Um, I've listened to your other podcasts in the past and I love them and they've been really encouraging and I hope that they've been encouraging to other people and I'm just glad I've had you as a um, a spiritual person that we can call on each other and lean on each other and pray for each other and lift each other up and as iron sharpens iron it's just been a great journey it hasn't always been this way no it's not at all <laughs> no. it's definitely been something that we've um that the lord has worked on and usually when we're closer in the flesh we're weaker in the spirit yeah. but the farther we've been apart we've been stronger because we lean on the lord first mm-hmm. And that's something we've really tried to implement here lately is leaning on the Lord and then um, putting each other, you know, as spiritual sisters. Absolutely. One thing that we always love to say is uh, my sister and I, we live seven hours apart. And so something we love to say is, you know, we may um, be distance, you know, and and length and distance, but we're never apart at heart. And, And I think that when we know that people are able to have that spiritual relationship in a sense, and when I say that, I mean being able to have somebody that you can lean on, um, somebody that you can talk to, somebody you can be real with, somebody that you can literally say, Hope, I was I was reading a scripture today or the other day, and this just really hit a core with me in my heart. Or, this is something I'm struggling with in my daily life. And being able to have somebody that can be like, yo, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself or kind of mm-hmm. smack you upside the head in a, in a loving way, but be able to redirect you when you when you seem to have a pity party or you seem to just be getting kind of down in the dumps or you right. want to go into that state of mind of depression or allow the enemy to take captive of your mind instead of reminding yourself who Christ has created you to be and how to walk in that. Huh. Um, so that's, that's something that I think I've been so blessed with being able to have a sister who's that my kind of confidant and someone mm-hmm. I can lean on and talk to. So um, I'm so glad you could make it today. I'm so yeah, glad we could too. do this. I'm so excited. I mean, really, you could make it. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. You came to me. Yeah, I know. That's true. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. Normally, I release these on Friday, but, um, you know, time got away from us, and we had a wonderful Thanksgiving and time, and we both woke up really early today and are currently um, just really trying to get this, you know, into you guys and um, while the kids are still sleeping, and we're just kind of chit-chatting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just dive right in. Hope, I'll let you kick it off with what it was that you were, <laughs> your face, um, you were talking about. Yeah, I just think here lately, what's, you know, as I've been reading the word, I've started in the New Testament and just worked my way through Matthew on, and I was in um, 
I've been in First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, Galatians, and just listening to Paul's words. It's really been on my heart as what are we Christians doing? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we implementing the light of Christ in our daily lives? How are we leaning on the Holy Spirit to guide us from the moment you wake up to the moment you lay your head down at night to even if you wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety or fear or worry about something that God is there for us. He promises to never leave us nor forsake us. And it's just really weighing on my heart that I I just I want to see more Christians step up and walk in the walk. Yeah. 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 And and stop saying they're Christians and and, you know, and I was guilty. I was guilty for so long. Like I, I had all these fears and I, I lived in fear. I didn't read my Bible like I should have. And, and so I'm, I'm, you know, I can stand here in the past and say, you're being a hypocrite. But now that I've like, num- number one is my Lord and Savior. Absolutely. And I could definitely account for that. I mean, I've, I've seen that change in you yeah. in this last year, year and a half, where it is just like you've dived in. Mm-hmm. And it's so encouraging. It really is. And I'm glad you, you mentioned you know, whether it's in moments where we wake up in the middle of the night with an anxiety, because I think a lot of times mm-hmm. people think that Christians won't go through anything, oh, they are so that wrong. they won't experience issues and fear and worry or anxiety or depression. You know, that's such a false perspective. Very. You know, when you're a Christian, you're going to be attacked more. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's a spiritual battle. And mm-hmm. it says that in Ephesians 6. We do not war against flesh and blood. Correct. We war against the spiritual realms in the, in the heavenly, you know, the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. And I think when we realize that we are walking into a battle everything from the moment we wake up mm-hmm. to the moment we go to bed, we will see things in a different perspective. Absolutely. We will see things in a spiritual realm, not a fleshly realm. Right. And then we have that choice to say, okay, Holy Spirit, direct me today. Mm-hmm. How am I going to handle this situation, this frustration, this coworker, or this moment where this kid is about to just pull my hair out? <laughs> right. You know, how am I going to be able to show grace and pa- grace and patience mm-hmm. and love and kindness? How am I going to be able to do that in a way that is pleasing and honorable to the Lord mm-hmm. and not something that I can walk into the flesh? Exactly. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I think that can be such a false perspective of Christianity where, oh, I gave my life to Jesus. Everything's going to be great and being dandy. Oh, no pain, no hurt, no harm is going to come to my life. No, anyone that tells you that is a, is a liar. Yeah, absolutely. Just read the Bible. <laughs> yeah, even the disciples endured more than we ever have. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. You know, there's a, you, we have more churches in America, I think, now than ever. More mega churches, more people talking about Christianity, more people talking about, you know, worship and the music. And yet more now than ever, I feel like we have more believers who are asleep and dormant than yeah. they are awake and alive with passion and boldness about Jesus Christ. And we're becoming more like the world and watering down the gospel mm-hmm. instead of waking up and saying, you know what? No, 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 no. This is wrong. And I'm not going to water it down because it doesn't appease to your appearance, your ears. I'm not here to make you, you feel, feel good. comfortable <laughs> and to get your approval. I'm here to show Jesus Christ. I am here to show you the truth of the word of God. And it mm-hmm. is up to you to make that decision. Right. Right. And the Holy Spirit. To yeah. Move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things that we don't implement, and I know for a long time, I, I, I started off with going on walks in the morning and I would just start off and my prayers went from complaining and griping to the Lord. He was like my counselor and he would just hear all the garbage I had to tell him to, I would go on walks and it took a good, like, 
10 months to get to this, but uh, I had a lot of pain and to get to, God, you're so good. Mm-hmm. Like I would sometimes just start on my walks with just tears in my eyes telling him how good he is and how wonderful he is and how merciful he is. When I saw the sin in my own life, when I took my arrogance and pride out and I looked from the inside out the lord revealed to me because i told him to search my heart you ever want to know if there's something that you (laughs) have in you ask him to search your heart he will search it but be ready oh yeah be (laughs) ready and he searched my heart and he showed me and i when i realized this the dirt and the filth i had in me and and, and, and i realized how much grace and patience and love he's had for me because i could have been i could have died during that time and would have lived had to deal with that now that pride and arrogance and thinking I was doing things right and so and so was doing things wrong Mm -hmm. it's just he revealed to me how how mucky I was yeah and even when you think that you're not you are yeah and it's just no matter how many things you do right you still need God you still need Christ in your life he does it in a loving way. He does it in such a loving way. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Wait, can I just like give a little highlight? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, okay, so, you know, the Lord gave a, a scripture to Hope, and she thought it was for someone special in her, you know, someone personal in her life. And yeah. so she was spending this whole time praying for that person, praying for that person, and, and the Lord eventually, over time, revealed to her, no, 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 that was for you. <laughs> it was for me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and... He will talk to you. Yeah. He will talk to you. He will reveal things to you. He yeah. loves you so much. He wants you so close to him. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that push our way, ourselves away. He yeah. never leaves us or forsakes us. And that's what I love about him. Yeah. Get in his word. Pray. Like, how do I do it? Just start. Yeah. Just start little. Just start where you are. He will meet you right where you Absolutely. are. He, will, he loves you so much. He just wants you. And don't let the enemy's lies. Don't let the enemy's lies get you down and be like, I'm not worthy. I've done too much. I haven't spent enough time with you. How yeah. can I come to you and you're, and you're throwing, you know, it's not like that. No. You, you know, it's like a, a child. I always compare it. It's like a child to a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you really yeah. have this perspective because you are a mother. Right. And so knowing that you can relate to that aspect. Exactly. I can't, but I can kind of, you, you know, can put see myself, it. I can yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But knowing that when you say, okay, it would be like a child coming up to their mother or their father and being like, I messed up. I'm not worthy to come up to you and ask for forgiveness. I'm not, I know I'm not special enough to be able to spend time with you. Or how can I start spending time with you, mom and dad? You just start, Mm -hmm. you know, when you have a relationship with someone, it becomes easier over time. Oh yeah. It's not going to just be like, poof, you know, right there. It's like when you build a friendship with a relationship with a friend, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -mm. It's something that takes time. You know, you get to know them. And it's just like with Christ, we get to know him by reading his word. Right. And he speaks to us all so differently. He does. You know, he speaks to you differently than he does me, but it's so awesome when we yeah. can come together and talk about, this is what God revealed to me. Or, but you know it's his voice when he does, yeah. Well, his his word even says that. You yeah. know, the sheep know my voice. Yeah. You know, they know their shepherd's voice, their father's voice. And so when we can hold on to the truth of God's word and when the enemy does come and say, you're not worthy, oh, what makes you think that you can come into God's presence? Right. Or, you know, oh, you know what sin you've committed? You know, first of all, we're all sinners. We are. But that's yeah. the reason why Jesus Christ died for us is so that we can go and say, you know, I am a sinner. I don't deserve your mercy and your grace, but you died for me because you love me. God, forgive me. And the more you realize how much he's given for you, yeah. the more you don't want to sin. Yeah. Yes, we're yeah. going to fall short. It says that in Romans. We all fall short. Um, but 
when you realize that and, and you go to God and you ask for forgiveness and say, help me with this, he will help you every time it rises. It's that just, moment, do you really want help? Yep. Do you really want, do you really want to change? Do you yeah. really want to change? And I heard this one pastor say that, uh, when you, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. That's okay. But <laughs> <laughs> It happens. I uh, just keep going when it comes back. Okay. Now. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's, that's just something that I find very, very, it's, it's saddening, but knowing that believers are walking in that, in that mindset, you know, when Christ says that he, when you give your life to Christ, he says, you are a new creation. The mm-hmm. old is gone. The new has come. You know, when you are a new creation in God and, and in his truth and in his word, you don't think like you used to. And I, and I think it's actually harder the younger you are when you give your life to Christ mm-hmm. um, sometimes because you, you sometimes take, for you take it for granted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Versus yeah. somebody that you hear where they're like, wow, I realized how much of a wretched sinner I was. I realized how. But much- see, I told you I realized that. Right. Remember? So you have to you have to ask the Lord. Like if you follow Christ since you were little, if you were raised in a Christian home and you're just like, yeah, yeah, he died on the cross for my sins. You know, I used to be like, yeah, your mercy and your grace and your so goodness cool. and your Thanks love. Jesus. That's so great. And then when I realized, when he opened my eyes and made me realize the muck and mire inside of me, and it might not be, some people's is like openly obvious, you right, know, right. and mine was deep within and it was like bitterness and anger and mm. borderline hate. And it was yeah. like, it was deep and it was deeply rooted because it had been for many years and I was just like, oh my gosh, God. And But he healed my heart. And y'all, I can attest God to that. God will heal your heart. So true. Absolutely. Whatever you're struggling with, I, I, I would challenge you, just come to the throne. You know, go to God as as your father. As you go to your father, and if you don't have an earthly father or a good one, just go to God and just pour out your heart. He cares. He cares so much. It is a lie from hell, and it pisses me off. He cares so much for you. He cares about the small things. He cares about the big things. And I used to, when I started off, like, what, a year and a half ago, I would still, I would, Lord, help me, you know. I want to feel your presence. I want to walk in your spirit. But then I would still, like, go to Hannah and be like, guess what? This pissed me off, and I'm so upset, Mama. And then what I started doing, I started flipping that. I started talking to Hannah less. And Hannah's like, whoa, where'd you go? You know, like, oh, like, oh you know what? I'm going to God now. And that was Who good because it challenged me better, to do the same. Right, and then yeah. it challenged her. She's like, whoa, well, yeah, that's actually a good idea. It's like, Who yeah, who knows, knows better? Yeah. Who knows better about your situation? What to do? How to handle it? And just get in a habit. Sometimes we get in a habit of, I want to go talk to somebody. No, you just want to go and, and like and invent complain. and complain Absolutely. and gripe and gossip. And that's what it is. It is. Go to God and he will give you the answer. He will give you the guidance. He'll give you the direction. Wake up and the first thing on your lips is just, God, thank you for this day. Mm-hmm. And you, it, it might sound out like, oh man, I'm so far from that. That's okay. But just start somewhere. Yes. That's yes. what I'm, I challenge you. Start somewhere. Yeah. Start. You will, you will not regret it. And one of my biggest fears was health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the enemy would use this with me, and he'd be like, "The closer you get to God, the more trials you're the more trials you're going to face mm-hmm. with your health, or your children's health, or your husband's health." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And so for so many years, I kept my distance from God, fearing that something would go. Do not let the fear of the enemy. You know, I say this over and over: your faith has to be stronger than your fear. Absolutely. You have to walk in your faith, and when those fears come, who is that from? Mm-hmm. That is from the enemy himself, because it says in. Timothy, First, yeah, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but he gives us a spirit of love, 
a spirit of power. And some Bibles say self-discipline and some say peace of mind. mind. But um, that's what he gives us. And say that, you know, start learning the scripture and use it against the the sword of your spirit. Absolutely. That's your, that's your sword. When a man goes into battle back in the day, he would use his sword. That is our sword against the enemy. Yep. Like Hannah said earlier, we do not battle against flesh and blood. It is not your your friend is not your enemy, your teacher's not your enemy, your, your husband's not your enemy, your coworkers your, your, not your enemy, your parent, or your children friend. isn't your enemy. <laughs> it is the enemy himself, and I'm telling my children that the enemy is your enemy. Yes, not your brother, not your sister, not your mom, not your dad. No, the enemy is your enemy. Yes. You got to know who your enemy is and attack him with that sword, mm-hmm. the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's why we need to be in the word, memorizing the word. So we can use the word against that Absolutely. enemy. Because he's using all he can against you. Preaching. And he is loving it. Uh-huh. And it should put a fire in your soul that just pisses you off. Say, you are not any longer going to attack me. Yeah. Going to get me down. One great movie, and I just got to mention this, is War Room. Yeah. If you all have not Absolutely seen it, it is a perfect example of how the enemy tries to attack our lives. Absolutely fantastic. By us staying in a vicious cycle of complaining, misery, anger, bitterment. Um, not going my way. You can have everything. You could have the house, the money, the cars. You could have it all of this world, y'all. And you will still be lonely and you'll still be searching and you'll still be hopeless. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that as a perspective is there are even some Christians who are seeking out the things of this world because they think it's going to fill that void instead of them getting into the word of God and realizing he is the only one who will fill that void in your life. Only one. And um, you doubt it? I challenge you. Do it. Do it. it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Put him first. Put him first. And what do you want, have to lose? How many of us like watch Christian movies? Oh, that was so great. It was so touching. It was yeah. so wonderful. Or you hear something like this, a podcast. Oh, that was so encouraging and so uplifting. Live it out. Stop saying it and start doing it. Absolutely. Stop saying it and start walking it. Are you going to be perfect? No. None of us are perfect. Oh, that was, that's what I remember. The pastor. <laughs> he said, the closer you get to the Lord, the more time you spend with him you will sin less Mm -hmm. because you look at it as your sin grieves the Holy Spirit. Your sin hurts. Every time, I mean, the Lord died for us on that cross for every sin we committed. You know, you will never become perfect and not sinful. Absolutely. But you will yearn just like a child wants to please his mother and father and honor them. them. You will want to yearn to spend time with him. And as you spend time with him, the Holy Spirit, I'm not kidding. Like the Holy Spirit's like, bite your tongue I'm like oh and at that point I have to decide am I going to listen to the Holy Spirit or am yeah. I going to listen to my flesh Yeah. and as I draw closer to him bite your tongue I'm like now I don't want to give in to my flesh I want to be like God I want to honor you Yeah. and so I'm going to bite my tongue I want to obey you and I'm going to obey yeah. you and you'll take care of the situation Yeah. and it's just a process you guys mm-hmm. it is a process I promise you that yeah absolutely and, and some I, people it takes longer some people it doesn't take longer but just start yeah just start just, it can't hurt i mean what do you have to lose if you've been doing it your own way for the last 10 25 years i did it years, for 10 years my yeah. own way man oh girl <laughs> yeah i was able to attest to that too gosh um you know, and, and I'm so glad you mentioned the sword of the spirit because, again, it goes back to Ephesians 6. If mm-hmm. you guys read Ephesians 6, it is the armor of God. Mm-hmm. And that is something he gives us. Yeah, you can turn it. That's something he gives us in order to be able to use as we go into this battle. He is already telling us, look, you are in a spiritual battle. I'm forewarning you that it is not against flesh and blood, but it's the spiritual realms and the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. I'm already telling you, now this is what you need. You need the armor of God, which is the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the, the belt of truth, the, the feet of peace, 
um, shield of faith. the shield of faith. Yeah. You know, he's already giving us the armor in order for us to succeed against the enemy's lies and arrows that are going to come at us. They're going to come. And they're going to come. And it's oh, going to get worse. And they're going to be sneaky and they're yeah. going to be sly. It might be ways you don't even realize it. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm saying, like, when we know the word of God, that's us putting on our armor. Mm-hmm. So when the enemy comes and attacks you, you're not defenseless. That means that you can stand right up there and be like, uh-uh, no, 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 because this is what the word of God says. And the enemy actually sometimes comes and uses truth but distorts it. Oh, yeah. You know, and uses God's truth and makes you question it. I mean, look already back from the beginning of time with Adam and Eve where he he, he goes up to Eve and he goes, did God really, really say sad. you can't eat from this fruit? No, no, God just doesn't want you to live perfect and be like God. You see, he already he already puts that little sneaky lie in there. Mm-hmm. Takes the truth. Makes you question. Makes you yep. question God. And if anything makes you question the word of God, you need to question, uh-uh, who's this Who really this? coming from? Exactly. Because my father is not a father of lies. No, he cannot lie. He will not lie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, going back to even our, our topic and in a sense of Christian, I feel like a lot of Christians today are sleeping, mm-hmm. and, and we need to have that, that we passion. We need to have that revival, that fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I really do believe that we're all born for a purpose. If you go to, um, I have to find it, but I was, my kids and I do devos in the morning, and because I homeschool, and so Colossians 1 16, it talks about how we, I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase basically, but how we were created by God for God Mm -hmm. and it says that we were created by God for God do you think about that for a minute the only reason we are here is because of God (laughs) and we were created by him for him for him do you not understand that for him not for us for his use his glory his purpose don't you as a Christian don't you desire, you know, I tell my kids, I said, the one thing I want to hear when I get to heaven, when I walk into those pearly gates is job well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. I do. I, and that's been my desire the last six months. I've had that in my heart and it's like, God, where is Whatever it costs me. All I want is you. And I just was seeing that in church and I'm just like, all I want is you. Whatever it costs me. And those are big words. They yeah. are. But, um, who better than to serve than the man who created you? Amen. <laughs> yeah. And it's he, so in whatever he calls you to, he will get you through. He will take you through it. He will get you through it, good or bad. And uh, you just have to trust him. You know, Hope and I, she got me onto this this pastor who's, wow. I mean, someone who has oh, an amazing yeah. testimony, first I, of all. Yeah. Wow. And um, somebody who speaks with such passion. Such passion. And his name is Carter Conlon. Mm-hmm. Carter Conlon. Yes. Yeah. C-O-N-L-O-N. Yes. And you can find him on YouTube or whatever you, you want. But he's, you guys, what a passionate, passionate speaker. Mm-hmm. And he truly loves the Lord. I mean, he doesn't, you can just feel it. Oh, you can just, yeah. And you can see it in, in everything that he exemplifies. And he speaks from, yeah, he speaks from the word the word yes and that's the thing it's not his opinion it's not his, it's not his feelings mm-hmm. it's not you know how can this appease you how can this make you feel good but how can we give you an emotional high of jesus christ and have a time of worship it's it's saying this is how we live as believers and we have a choice and we can either walk in it 
or walk away from it. Exactly. As a Christian, you cannot be lukewarm. Even God says, I will spit you out, out of, of my, my mouth. mouth. And y'all, I we think are tearing. Spew. spew. Oh. Spit. Spew. Spew, spew. spew. <laughs> spew sounds more. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be spewed out of his mouth. Spit you. Spit's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Um, gosh, I lost my train of thought. But it's, it's almost like, uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, he's just telling us how he, he wants to. We can't live a lukewarm you life. You can't do we both. We can't. We can't expect to live like the world and think that we're going to be a, a light in the darkness or think that, oh, my friends aren't believers. Let me hang out with them to see if I convert them. Okay, mm-hmm. first of all, anyone who gets saved is by the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. We are a light. We speak the truth. We are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, and we pray for others. But we cannot save anyone. And mm-hmm. we are naive to think that we have the ability to that save the, somebody build, yeah, and the, the power, power to yeah. save somebody. I mean, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. God grows. Absolutely. We plant. Yes. Yes. Yep. And God uses multiple people in order oh, to yeah. do that. Sometimes you know, some be people will be the one who waters yeah. the seed, someone plants it, you know. But we just limit our ability. I know we're hopping all over the place, but we limit our ability even in prayer. Mm-hmm. I was we, just about to say prayer. Oh, you were. I hey, think that was meant to be. Go for it. Yeah. Girl. No, no. I was just saying how important prayer is. Absolutely. We as Christians are not praying and it's not like you have to get in a closet and sit in a corner um no when i started off on my walks this is sad to say but i would start off in the morning and i would go on my walks and i would pray i'd come home and then the rest of the day i probably wouldn't really say much i desire to and i wanted to but Mm -hmm. i would get so busy with the day and i get it we have busy days yeah very busy days um and now what I do is I'm like, I don't have to go on a walk, spend time with the Lord. I used to think, like, I need to get away to spend time. So now I just get up before the kids, and I sit down and have my quiet time, whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever. And um, I just spend time with them, and you just feel his presence, and then you go about your day, and you just it's just like a, a leaning on him, yeah, a talking to him. Hey, God. You just Sometimes I feel this pulling, and I just, I do get away for a minute, and I just praise him you know one place i have peace and quiet is in the shower Mm -hmm. so that's a big that's your go-to that's my go-to and that's 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 my thing whatever your thing is mine's driving to work i have a 30 minute commute there and back every day and it's just a time to be able to if it's in the evening but yeah yeah it's just Um, taking taking that time time. saying god you're worth this time yeah and that's the thing you have to you're you're gonna have to set i have to sacrifice sleep in the morning but is he worth that right um she she could be listening to music and bopping along in her car, but she wants to use that time for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So in the evenings, instead of sitting down watch TV, you could spend some of that time with the Lord. Again, it's a little bit of sacrifice, sacrifice. y'all. It's not going to be comfort mm-hmm. and, and appeasement. It's going to be like, you know what? But as you spend more time with Him, you're, you're going to be like, oh my I gosh, wanna... I don't want to just do the morning. Yeah. I want to do my whole day. I just want to spend time with Him. And what does day. that look like? Do you mind explaining what that means to you? Instead of because it's not you sitting in a closet. No, it's not me sitting in a closet. It's like it started off small, and now I'm at the point where I, I wake up, I spend time with him in the Word and in prayer, and just telling him how thankful I am. And you know, I think thanks and praise to God is so big. Mm-hmm. Just glorifying His name. You know, if I wake up in the middle of night and I can't sleep, I just start praising Him and glorifying Him, and I'm right back to sleep. Yeah. Um, and then after I wake up, you know, the kids get up and we go about, but. The thing is, is I think the biggest thing is when I when I face problems with the kids, a stubborn child, uh, you know, I start to feel anger is well up within me. My number one, I used to like let it, bleh, you know, just come out, and now I'm like, okay, Lord, give me patience in this moment. So I right in that moment, I'm like, God, help me, um, or I walk away, I'm like, God, help me with this. I need your help. I need your strength. 
um, and he will help you mm-hmm. however it be you'll feel his presence you'll feel, sometimes I wake up and I'm just in a bad mood have you ever woken up in just a bad mood girl yeah <laughs> probably more times than I should and I'm like I don't want this I don't want this yeah and that's when I really get alone I do go to my closet I get on my knees and say God I'm in a bad mood I just tell him yeah it's I just, just and, and I used to think I can't do that like God is on his throne right and no no absolutely not he cares he wants to hear it he wants to hear it definitely absolutely and so it's just going throughout my day mm-hmm. and just turning to him you know and i'll give it you know from a perspective of somebody who's in the workforce you know hope hope you know, as a stay-at-home mom and just to like homeschool and right so i you know someone who's working like 45 plus hours a week there's times where it may not be you know family related issues it mine is more oh my gosh i <laughs> work my co-worker worker is about to flip my lid and mm-hmm. and it honestly it real it makes me realize how impatient i am as a person and you know the things that i am like dang hannah girl you got some serious problems right but again i get to like you mentioned go to god and be like help me with this help me see this from a different perspective well, you just did the other day remember you said you had a question you're like why am i yes. why am i going around and around with this yes, question i have I and so she went to her break room. i did so that's something that i've been doing you know um I, I sit eight hours a day, but of course I'm also working and doing right. stuff. Right, she's a Yeah, right. But a pretty wall. Um, I, you know, I there's times where things come up and I'm like, gosh, I just, God, I, you know, I start talking to God and you know, I'll, I'll listen to worship music at my desk or I'll be just sitting there and I'm thinking as I'm working and and I'm like, on Friday, I think it was what Wednesday, mm-hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday. I was just mm-hmm. going back and forth on there like, God, what about this? God, what should I do this? And I'm like. And it was just a welling up within me. It's like, stop. Yeah. You know what to do. You know. And I was like, sometimes we just don't want to do what we know we yeah, need to do. Absolutely. So I was like, you know what? You're right, God. So I got up. I went to that break room. I got on my hands and knees. And I said, God. And I laid the problem out before him. And I said, it's in your hands. It is in your hands. What if somebody would have walked in? Oh, I don't care. Exactly. You don't care. Yeah. You have to care more about what God where, thinks than man absolutely. thinks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying go in the middle I'm of your saying. workforce and get on your hands. <laughs> You're like, woo, pretty soon. You know, but it's that moment where I'm just stepping away and I'm mm-hmm. recognizing the issue and I'm going to the one who can fix it. I'm going to the one who can take care of it and yep. give me the answer. And you know what? If he doesn't give me an answer, it's still in his hands. It still passes through him. It still goes to him, not me. There's nothing I can do in my own mm-hmm. power, in my own strength. Oh, God, sometimes just giving it to him. Just giving it. It's such a relief. That time my sister and brother were supposed to fly to New Mexico. Yeah. We got, we drove and met in Omaha. And um, we're supposed to head out. Well, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hate to fly. But the Lord, (laughs) literally, I gave it to the Lord days before. And I was, like, excited now. I'm telling you, he heals hearts. He heals fears and all that. And um, and so now I'm like, all right, I'm not scared to get on this plane. Well, up until that point, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, and so we're sitting there and all of a sudden over the intercom, it's like, such and such flights are going to be delayed. And my sister and brother look at each other like, what? Well, long story short, basically it comes down to lots of delays because of the flooding and I think Dallas or Houston, I can't remember yeah. what it was. And, um, and we're going to sit on the tarmac and wait for many hours. So we, I go away and it's like, what do I do, Lord? What do I do? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just going to get away from the distraction. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go take a walk real quick. You don't have to, like, let everybody know what you're doing, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm going to go take a walk real quick. So as I'm walking around, I'm like, Lord, what do I do? Just give me a sign. Speak to me. Tell me. And I just felt this little, like, why are you asking me to give you signs? And it's like, just put it in my hands, and I'll take care of it. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's right. So I'm just like, Lord, if you want us on that plane, 
get us on that plane. Yeah. If you don't want us on that plane, keep it from happening. Yeah. And I know you have the power Absolutely. to do that. Yep. And so either way, I'm fine with, but I want it to be your way. Absolutely. And so when I got back, we had talked to the air flight attendants and all that stuff, and they were like, yeah, it doesn't look good. And I'm like, okay, well, that's our answer. And I'm like, we're, we're, we're not going to be able to go. <laughs> yeah, we're going home. And that's what we did. And it was so comforting to know. I didn't send there like, Lord, Lord. You know, sometimes you just you just put it in his hands. Absolutely. Knowing Such that peace. he has the power. He has the power. I mean, he, he created everything. And with that comes trust. You know, it's not trust, something. Yes. It's not something that. It's not something that you just do on your own and think that you can uh, accomplish. Um, it's trusting the Lord. It takes time sometimes. Some people it's easier than others. Um, but knowing that he is for you and not against you is yeah. a huge step to understand that God is always for you. And he wants your best interest at heart. And sometimes that means him telling you no when something you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there was a situation that came up for me that I was actually I um, the, where I would have been able to go on this great trip. Mm-hmm. And it would be, you know, a year from now and be able to spend time. And it's like... I was really excited about it. I was like, yeah, you know, I can, I can be a light or I can, you know, be mm-hmm. an example to, of Christ to people. And, and it, 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 you know, it came across where I had been thinking about it a lot and praying about it. I know it's a year in advance, but you can never pray too soon and you can never give up no. and never give something to God too early. Mm-hmm. And so I was just been praying about it and telling him about it and talking about it. And I just had this uneasy nudge and like, you know, Hannah, I really don't think this is a wise decision. This just isn't something I really think that you should, you should do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was funny because Hope and I were talking on the phone, and I and she, you know, I was talking to her about it, and that was funny. And <laughs> yes, it was because she goes, Hannah, I want to read something to you. Do you have the scripture? Yeah, I'll have to find okay. it. Okay, so she's like, I want to read something to you, and I'm like, All right, okay, that that's because cool. I had just read it that day, you did. and, and, and I, I, I was like, and right when we were talking about this, I'm like, Hannah, this popped in my head. The scripture I read today, and I think you need to hear it. And what's funny is when I read it to her, she's like, oh my gosh, I literally just read that um, the other day. <laughs> and, uh, and so she's like, okay, I got my answer for sure. Yeah, because I was, I was going back and forth and I was trying to, I was trying to weigh my options and uh, I had just read this scripture, actually, I think around the same time she did, but we yeah. never talked about it. You know, it was something I was just kind of chewing on and thinking about. Um, and, oh man, I hope we can find it. I know it's. Oh, here it is. Okay, okay so it says it's um, 2 Second. Corinthians 7, and I'll just start no, at 11. No, 6, 6, 11. Oh, 6, 11, sorry. Um, did you want to read it? Here. Okay. Our mouth has spoken freely to you, O Corinthians. Our heart is opened wide. You were not restrained by us, but you are restrained in your own affections. Now, in a life exchange... Like. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> now, in a life away. exchange, I speak as to children, open wide to us also. So now we're at verse 14. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. Bound means, I put it, connected by qualities. So things that, yeah, connect you. So do not be bound by or connected by qualities together with unbelievers. Or what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God said, I dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Mm -hmm. Therefore come out of the midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And 
I remember reading that going, oh. And it was mainly the portion where it talked about, about the do not be bound together mm-hmm. with unbelievers or what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness or what, you know, And it sounds kind of harsh. It does. But evil almost all the time brings down good. Absolutely. Anytime you hear corrupts stories good. where, evil where somebody's good. like, oh, I'm just trying to be a liar. No. I start hanging out with these friends. You end up start being pulled you away. You will become them. You and will, this has to be in the world, not be not of it. it. And that's absolutely. in the word. That's absolutely. That's I don't true. have the scripture, but I know it's in there. Uh, I think it's in Romans, I want to say. Be uh, in the world, but do not be of it. What does that look like? Well, yeah, especially in today's society. Ask the where, Holy Spirit. Yeah, definitely. And that's or read gonna, the word. It tells you plain. And, I mean, you want to know, start reading the New Testament, Second Corinthians, First Corinthians, Galatians. I mean, there's... For Second Timothy. There's Peter, some yeah. stuff in there that you're like, whoa. whoa. I've heard. Yeah, because it makes you really, it really does make you stop and reflect on not only as you as a person, but your walk with Christ. And if this is something that you want to take seriously, you have to reflect on who you are and who you're becoming Mm -hmm. and allow God to do a work in you and allow him to change you from the inside out. And I used to think that only happened to certain people. And it wasn't until I saw a change in hope in the last year and a half. And I mean a big change where I was like, wow, like I'm even drawn to what she has. And I want that. And that is what a beautiful relationship and perspective she has with Christ now that's so different than what I've ever really seen and so it takes time but again one thing that I know that we both have had to do is surrender a lot Mm -hmm. to God surrender our idea like my idea of ministry my idea of what I wanted in this life my idea of how I should be able to use my gifts and talents you know, my idea of what a marriage would look like or having kids and Hope's perspective and, uh, you know, thought process on what a marriage would look like or kids. And so you have these ideas that you grow up with when you're little of what you think is going to be your life. And when you surrender what you want and give it to God saying, I want what you want, Mm -hmm. not what I want, Mm -hmm. it changes everything because then it's a daily submission and yield to the Holy Spirit saying, lead me, guide me and direct me. Not what I want, but what you want. And like Hope mentioned, there'll be times where you just have to honestly get on your knees, walk away from the situation, give it to God and pray about it and say, this is yours. It's not for me to concern. You are the God of this world, of this universe. You created everything. I am breathing right now because you gave me breath. Mm -hmm. And when we realize that we cannot take another breath without our creator, we will realize that, oh my gosh, in order for me to even do anything, I need to look to God. Yeah. Now it's not like, should I take a left or a right to work? You know, <laughs> it's not, we're not saying get to that. See, and this is why we have to explain ourselves, but we don't because, yeah, I mean, you can, and you're like, oh, this is what I mean. No, I just mean, just start off, just start off putting the Lord first, have him search your heart, um, and just have him be your guide. The Holy Spirit, if you are a Christian and you've asked Christ into your life, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Absolutely. The Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, part of God technically lives in Technically, me. yeah, it is. Lives <laughs> in you. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of creepy to think that God is in me. Yeah, but we can also like, quench that. Oh, you can quench it. It says yeah. quench it and grieve. Yeah. How do you grieve? I heard one pastor say you grieve the Holy Spirit by disobeying. When he, when you feel, feel that pulling, that pulling, that voice, like, don't do this, don't do and you follow your flesh, you know, don't follow your flesh. I, I pray all the time, like, Lord, I want to walk in my spirit. Because my flesh is weak, my spirit is willing. Your spirit is willing. Mm-hmm. But how many times do we give in to the flesh because we're weak spiritually? Yeah. And how do you get spiritually strong? 
well, you spend more time. Absolutely. Again, it goes back to spending time with the Creator. Yeah. The God who loves you. And you won't regret you. it. You won't you regret won't. it. If I could... Oh, man. You won't regret it. It will be such an amazing... It's kind of like when you... It's so wonderful. You experience something in life and people are like, oh, what was it like? Mm-hmm. You know, tell me about it. You can't put into words what it's like. Like, when I went on my mission trip to the Philippines and I came back, we're like, what was it like? I'm like, you can't put you it can't into explain words. It. It's just, it's such just an like amazing... It's not just a feeling. Yeah. You know, I can't stand that. A lot of people are like, oh, it feels so good. Like, when I worship in church or, you know, I used to think I had to go to church to get that worship moment. And now there's times where I, I have that moment in my shower. I have that moment in my closet. I have that moment just folding clothes. Making dinner. Oh, my gosh, making dinner. You can experience God anywhere absolutely he's everywhere he's, yeah <laughs> he's not limited to a building yeah he's everywhere he's in but us, these yeah. these things get in our minds legalism i was so legalistic in my thinking mm. for so <laughs> long it kept me back for so long and legalism is pretty much religion it's not relationship you basically make up rules in your own head you're putting god in a box yeah i told him well, you know one time i was gonna oh, i won't give it away in case i did do it <laughs> but you put a god you put god in a box you restrain his what did carter conlin say one day he did something and he oh, said that the lord was like don't limit, limit me. me yes how many times do, i really believe god is wanting to give us blessings but we Gosh. stop short yes we push and we don't push through because it gets hard it does it gets hard but just i encourage you keep pushing through keep leaning on him mm-hmm. keep being faithful keep trusting don't give up there is a great reward whether it's here in this earth or in heaven when you get there there's a great reward. Continue to push through. Just, you know, when, I, when I'm confused or I don't know what to do or I, I feel anxious in the middle of the night, I turn to him and just the peace I receive, I'm like, God, thank you for being there for me. Thank you. And you just get closer to him because you see in those moments of weakness how he makes you strong. Absolutely. And it encourages you to continue going. You don't, I, I do not ever want to go back to the way I was mm-hmm. because I've experienced something I never want to let go of again. Ever. That's beautiful. Ever. That's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> it's so awesome, Hopi. Wow. I will be praying for all of you listeners. I don't know who's going to listen, how many. I don't care. If only one who listens. That's all, all I want to say is I'm going to be praying. God knows who you are. Yeah. And I'll be praying for you. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, I'm sure Hannah has a connection to totally. wait. Yeah. Yeah. She can. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll be praying for you guys. I will be. Yeah. Guy, is- girl. Yeah, Many, whoever. Plural, singular. <laughs> I don't care. I'll be praying. God knows who you are. Absolutely. And he knows what we need. Absolutely. And right. And right he loves moments. you so much. He does. He truly does. And uh, you guys, it, this has been a wonderful almost 45 minutes with you. Yeah. And this is these are the kind of conversations we have. Sometimes it gets a little really more passionate in depth. <laughs> um, I hope we can do this again soon, whether it's over the oh, phone yeah, or just uh, in person again. Absolutely. You know, um, so it's such a joy to have you have you on and um thank you for being my first guest speaker yeah so everyone um i think we should just close in prayer Prayer, i think that would be absolutely um uh wonderful so i'm gonna go ahead and close in prayer real quick you guys and then um just hope you have a wonderful weekend enjoying the rest of your thanksgiving weekend with your family and loved ones and your friends um and i'm gonna close in prayer and then yeah i'll see you guys next friday yeah
Father God, I just thank you for, for who you are. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I thank you so much for being the God that has been willing to give your son to die for us so that we can spend eternity with you, giving us that choice to be able to say, you are my Lord. I am your servant. Here are my hands and feet, God. May I honor and obey and glorify you in everything that I do. Lord, I just lift up the listeners who are hearing this Mm -hmm. today. I pray that this just hits home with them and hits their heart, that it gives them a fire within their soul to be able to start yearning more for you, to be able to run their race without looking to the person to the next to them or in front of them or behind them. God, they keep their eyes and focus on you. Mm -hmm. They're fixed on you and you alone. And I thank you so much, Lord, that we are able to speak life into the other people, that we have this opportunity and this this opportunity to be able to use the the resources that we have to speak into lives of many, whether it's one, a hundred, whatever, God, whoever it may be. I pray that as they hear these words, as they hear this prayer, as they hear your truth, that it hits home with them. It changes their heart. It gives them a fire and a passion to take that step Mm -hmm. into the unknown, trusting you, surrendering to you, yielding to your spirit, and obeying your word, God. I thank you for everyone that is listening. I thank you, and I pray that you just bless them and give them favor and direction, that as they seek you, that you do what your word says. As we draw near to you, you draw near to Mm -hmm. us. And I thank you for your word of truth, God. And I thank you that it guides us and it corrects us in such a loving way. And I thank you for this wonderful relationship and friendship you've given me with my beautiful sister, Hope. And I just pray blessing over her life, over her marriage, and over her children. And I just thank you for all that you are and all that you do. As people go out this week, Lord, I pray that they are able to see you in a new light, and a new perspective, that you are a true and loving God who cares about the littlest details of their life. We give you all the glory and all the honor. May we continue to honor you with everything we do. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.